What is up, party people? This is Fit Mom Talk. I'm Courtney White. And I am Christy Morris. How are you today, Christy? I am doing great. It is a snowy day here in Georgia, and it is awesome. All the kids are out playing in the snow. It's so They're sweet. Trying. Yeah, I think it's already <laughs> part melted, but. Yeah, and it stopped. Um, snowing all the little snowmen are like half mud half snow but they made the best out of it they really did they really did I had to bring some extra clothes over to my oldest and all eat all the kids throughout the neighborhoods were all playing in snow it was a snow I know snow. maybe it'll amazing. start again you know yeah maybe but I that's that's enough for memories <laughs> yeah that's enough I mean you know you and I went walking this morning we did we chose to wait until it was like sleeting yeah when really the snow I think would have been really nice to walk in but we were like panicking like we need to go (laughs) yeah I don't know why I was thinking I had that sense of urgency but the snow probably would have been drier because we went out when it was raining it was raining and yeah my jacket was my rain jacket but I got home and I was completely soaked through remember yeah. I told you walking I was like nope it's seeping in somewhere because oh yeah I got home my sweatshirt my one of my layers went straight into the dryer <laughs> um and then I was able to put it on nice and warm <laughs> yeah Courtney does not like being cold, so I have a long sleeve and my jacket on, and Courtney had two sweatshirts and a jacket, two pairs of pants. Yep, and two pairs of socks, like boot socks, and then like men's boot socks. They were men's waterproof hiking boots. Yeah, my daddy let me borrow his his hiking boots, yep. Um, And a hood and a ear warmer. Oh, the ear warmer saves my life when it comes to yeah. the cold. I mean, if you're out in the cold, you got to have the ear warmers and the gloves. The gloves. Those two things right there save me from being cold. Yeah. Oh, they're a saving grace. Um, so workouts this week, how, is, how are your workouts going this week? My workouts have been good. Um, I went heavy again. I was doing a deload week last week. Um, I was happy to go heavy again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I rode the bike a lot this week also, mm-hmm. which I did very heavy. And my quads really were just burning every day. That's <laughs> <week>. awesome. <laughs> you know, um, so that was good. And um, I hit a PR on the bike. <gasps> you did? Yeah, I did. So that was fun. Um, but other than that, everything was pretty normal. How about you? How were your workouts? Mine were good. Um, well, I wanted to explain real quick for anybody who doesn't know. Oh, a deload okay. week. Oh, yes. So whenever you're lifting, um, whenever you're lifting regularly and you're lifting heavy, it's normal to take a deload week, mm-hmm. uh, which I like to do the week before my cycle starts because I'm feeling weaker that time anyway. And you just kind of take the weights down a notch and you just, you stay lifting, but you're not lifting as heavy and you are um, just giving your body a little bit of a rest while also staying consistent. So that's what a deload week is. It's where you unload some of the weight, lower it down. For me, it's usually the difference in using the big barbell and using my dumbbells. 
Um, it, it's gotcha. usually what a, a demo looks like for me. I like that. I like that idea using dumbbells instead of yeah. the barbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Which that's- also helps you work on your balance too, because you're holding two separate things and not yes. one. Yeah. I never thought about switching to dumbbells on a deload. That's a really good idea. So my week is good. I have been focused on getting back to work and real estate. And so I have had all of my focus into that. And um, I've been kind of a slacker this week with my, I've been doing them still on 75 hearts, still doing my workouts, two 45 minute workouts a day, but just not going as hard. And I like got a little hard on myself because I'm like, you're not putting in your all. But then I realized it's a big eye opener for me. And this is like one of the benefits of 75 hard is I, well, I may not have been going as hard as I should, but I've been staying consistent. Right. And so it's, it's like a, not really, I don't feel like it's such a loss as what I normally would feel like. Normally I'd be probably more down on myself or I I might not even work out at all. Right. Um, Especially in a week where you're trying to get back into a routine mm -hmm. and you've got this other extra things going on, um, yeah, you're trying to finish up on your laptop and you're just burning the candle at both ends. So yeah. you're staying consistent, which is the important thing. Right. So you give yourself some grace about not going, you know, full throttle in every workout, but you're giving what you can right. consistently. Yes. Yes, exactly. And honestly, breaks and uh school breaks holiday breaks and all that are my weakness because I either lose track on the break or I lose track getting back into a rhythm and so I feel pretty proud of myself for like staying on track you know because I'm I always say I'm consistently inconsistent (laughs) I'll go months being consistent and then I'll like there'll be some kind of something yeah and I just won't do something for could be a few weeks it could be a couple months it's different every time and so staying consistent um for me is like a challenge and so you know I think that's a pretty common issue for people is staying consistent you know yeah. it's something that we're going to talk about today yes you know, um the motivation is there when you're like fresh into something yes I love that yeah it's what we're going to be talking about today is starting from ground zero yeah um building habits mm-hmm. you know you have these goals and the resounding question is always but how but how i know i have to do these things but how and so we're going to go through and talk about different ways you can actually apply your goals mm-hmm. uh, and so i'm excited to talk about it today me too um, so to get started, starting from ground zero is jaunting. Like we just said, a lot of people are just like, but how? And, um, we just have to say that when you start from zero, you never, in the future, you never have to go, you're never at ground zero again. Right. You learn from 
every experience you have, yes. every time you try again, you learn more and more each time. Yes, exactly. And I think one of the main reasons it's so daunting is when we're starting something new, we want to start and start at this like expert level. You know, yes. we don't, we're not starting at the beginner level. We want to hit the ground running and start at this expert level of weight training and, you know, cardio every day and all, cutting out this and, you know, going super strict right super off the strict, bat, right off the bat. Yeah. And it's appealing. I hear the appeal. I've done it several times myself. Oh, a hundred percent. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but I'm here to tell you that, uh, you know, unfortunately for everybody, the thing that works is, you know, adding in one healthy habit at a time mm -hmm. and it's cliche and it's, you know, not what people want to hear, but mm -hmm. it is it's simply creating the healthy habits every single day. Yeah, I would a hundred percent agree. Yes. Like you building those habits is, is key to this. And, and you can't just, you can't just go without sugar. Right. For their, like, I'm just going <laughs> to stop eating sugar um, forever. What? Please no. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm never going to drink coffee again. Like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> like I just, so many things people just like cut things out. And I get, if you I have agree. like a, a, um, medical reason yes honestly like something to do like something where your body is not functioning I that is so much easier to like I just want to feel good um then by all means please do whatever you need to do um to make your body feel better you know if that means cutting out gluten for a lot of people cutting out gluten or cutting out dairy that but for the average person um it's not necessary it's not necessary and you're not going to feel motivated to do that because their motivation is feeling good. They just want to feel good. And whenever right. they eat gluten and dairy, they, they don't genuine, feel good. A genuine sensitivity to it. So yeah. it literally makes them feel badly. Right. Exactly. But if you don't have that, then you don't have that underlying reason not to. You're yeah. cutting it out because you feel like that's what's making you not be able to reach your goals. Right. Whatever that goal may be. When likely that's not the issue. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, the key is just to start, um, whenever you start and you work on something, you work on your goals and you actually start making progress, you start believing in yourself more mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I can do this. And then if you fall off the wagon in the future, or if you already have fallen off the wagon in the past and you're getting back to it and you feel like you're starting at ground zero, you're not starting at ground zero and you'll figure that out really quick because you already know you have the ability to do these things and to do these hard things. Um, it's just a matter of getting back on the horse and getting back on the saddle and trying again. And so um, putting on your shoes to me is like the first thing, like we've already talked about taking the thought out of it and just putting on your shoes stepping out the door, whatever it is, that's where it starts. And that's just like taking out the habit or taking out the thought of it mm -hmm. and just having that habit. And so um, let's go into building habits. Courtney and I both 
have read the book Atomic Habits. I highly recommend it. Oh, I'm gonna go over some highlights that I found, things that resonated with me. But I really think if you're into creating a healthy lifestyle for yourself, something that is going to last, I think you should read Atomic Habits. Oh my gosh, Atomic Habits was like the one. I seriously feel like it's one of the best books I could have ever read, ever. Like. I was, and here's why I liked it. I wish I had it in front of me right now. Um, the whole book was not, no, it's okay. <laughs> Courtney has her. She was prepared. <laughs> um, Atomic Habits was written with scientific backing. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go through the book, it's very interesting. It's very informative. It makes a lot of sense. Everything, everything, everything makes complete saying. sense. Yeah. Everything is so clear, um, clear cut and like scientifically proven. And mm-hmm. I, and he gives you ways you can apply it. And so actually it's not just building habits, but it's also breaking habits. It is. It's how to break the bad habits that you feel like you have and how you create healthy new habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, um, the four laws of behavior change. Make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Mm -hmm. So an example that I had was drinking water. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're all like, drink more water, drink more water. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people say, well, I can't fill up my water bottle several times a day. I can't, you know, whatever. Get a $15 water bottle splurge splurge a little splurge bit Splurge a little bit it's you know you can get the half gallon sizes mm-hmm. off of amazon and you only have to fill that up the one time throughout your work day or at the start of your day and then you know if you choose if you're going for a gallon you'd fill it up again at the end of your day or mm-hmm. when you get home but if you're making it easy by having that one water bottle, then that takes that step out of the yeah. habit. It takes that step out of the thought process. Yeah, and that's why I have the 32-ounce water bottle, because I fill that up. On 75 Heart, I fill it up four times. But typically, if I drink, like, three, I only have to, you know, that's 96 ounces of water. You know, if you're just drinking cups of water. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Well, and then you lose track. You're like, oh, is this my fourth or fifth? Yeah. <laughs> Filling it up three times is easy. Filling it up four times, I'm like, I've had two of them. I need two more. What you know? And it's pretty. It's a pretty blue. Yeah. I have I have two water bottles that are my go-to's. My hydro jug, which is my half gallon, my mm-hmm. emotional support water bottle. I take it everywhere. We actually mm-hmm. have a mutual friend where I had left it at the pool, and she called me and she's like, I think your water bottle's here. <laughs> She knew me by my water bottle. She like, knew that was oh Courtney's gosh. water bottle. Yeah. She saved me. She saved my water bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and also, like, making it attractive yeah. is also, like, buying cute new workout clothes. Yeah. Like, you know. you. But this this goes, the atomic habits can be applied to any aspect of your life. Oh, yeah. But we're just talking about ways to apply to fitness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, new workout clothes is a great way, yeah. you know, because when you feel cute mm-hmm. I mean things just roll smoothly from there oh I love <laughs> I love to work out clothes I never yeah. buy them for myself but I you know like I love it and I I've been rewarding myself you know if I go through this 
um, which that's another habit. If I do this, then I get this. Um, yeah, yep, that's, um, well, it's similar it's, to habit stacking. Yeah. Similar, but it's, anyway. um, we can go into habit stacking. Okay, we well, we'll go. Self-care. So <laughs> we did make it attractive. Yes. And so what's the next one? Uh, well, the first one was make it obvious. Oh, make it obvious. Right. So if it's, you know, your water, have your water bottle with you all the time. Yeah. That's what it is. You mm-hmm. know, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy. Yeah. That's still the one big water bottle. That's not difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes it easy. Uh, make it satisfying. Um, it's kind of like a way of rewarding yourself. Mm-hmm. I think hydration in itself is rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not rewarding for a lot of people. <laughs> well, I just mean the um, several benefits that water gives oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know, it makes a difference in your joints. It makes a difference in your skin. and in Well, your we hair. all know that. <laughs> I think that's for like the, um, yeah, make it satisfying and like make it attractive is like, if I drink my water, I'm going to, I'm going to feel better. My joints are going to feel better. You know, if I work out, I'm going to, those are the things that are, are satisfying. You have to remind yourself of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. One of my, um, well, we're going to talk about habit stacking Yes. here in a little bit. Okay. I'll wait for that. Go ahead. We can, we can go into habit stacking. Um, so habit stacking is taking a, a habit that you have currently um, that you're happy with, that you want to keep, and you add a habit to it that you're trying to create. So mm-hmm. mine, what I have recently within the last couple of months done is I paired my vitamins with my breakfast mm-hmm. because I've been trying for years take vitamins consistently and I'll make it three or four days before I start forgetting again. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's every day with my breakfast, I have my vitamins because mm-hmm. most vitamins you have to take with food. So yeah. um, I did that and I am working on a new habit, which is to drink water before my coffee. Yeah. So that I'm not going several hours without and um, I'm pairing it. I'm, you know, before coffee, which is my current habit, I will have water. Yeah. And so you're, yes. Mm -hmm. And you can do it either way. You can do, um, before I do blank, I will blah, blah, blah. Like for me, I'm always, I'm like very much a ponytail and leggings kind of girl. But I, I work from home a lot. You know, if I show a house, it's usually in the evening. Um, but I'm still trying to, you know, even if I am completely working from home that day, I still want to feel good and be dressed completely. And so I will get myself ready first and then I get the kids ready. And so that's the habit that I've been trying to build is like doing my hair um, doing my makeup and getting completely dressed, which sounds so mundane, but like, it for real. not if you work from home. Yeah. And I think especially these days with a lot of people working from yeah. home, I think that re- resonates with a yeah. lot of people. I don't get ready. I mean, I'm genuinely surprised that you're able to pull that off. Uh, <laughs> kudos to you because 
I'm usually like kicking my kids out the front door to make the bus. So, and that's. Oh, no, not the younger ones. The younger one, or the, I'm not, sorry, not the older ones. The older ones get themselves ready. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Camille, Camille is three. Yeah. And so I will get myself ready. I love that. And if, if I did have to leave the house at the same time as them, um, then I would get ready before them. But I, I get them, I help them to get ready and then I get myself ready and then I get Camille ready. So, but Camille's the one who needs help. So I get myself ready yeah. and then I get Camille ready. And um, so that's my habit that I'm trying to build is. I love that. And that's, that's just like my own little habit. Yeah. But, or like, I will um, put the kids on the bus and then take the dishes out of the dishwasher. <laughs> like that way I'm not waiting until the evening to take the dishes out of the dishwasher I'm like put the kids on the bus and then take the dishes out of the dishwasher like right away like the habit Mm -hmm. you know like first this and then this that's habit stacking yes Um, giving our habits little buddies to follow along with so we don't forget a habit that you already have that's easy that's already or maybe even something that you have to do and pairing it with a habit that you want to build Right. And once something is a habit and it's automatic, then it gives you room in your brain and in your daily activities to create new habits. Mm-hmm. Because once it's automatic, it doesn't take very much thought. I don't right. have to think about drinking my water. Currently trying to think about drinking it before coffee, <laughs> simply because I don't drink other things while I'm drinking coffee. And so yeah. I'm going hours without water. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drinking of the water is already a habit. Yeah. I'm just trying to fix the time yeah. that I'm drinking it. You know? Yes. Um, so if, if you have this mentality of growth and you want to create these other habits to better yourself, you have to start with the bare minimum, mm-hmm. create the small, create the habit, and then you can elaborate on it. Yes. Which is actually almost a direct quote from the book. I read it last night. <laughs> <laughs> I love that book. That book was know. amazing. Um, honestly, what probably the single best book, nonfiction book that I have read as an adult. Wow. And I, you're like me. You like these books. You like I love read. personal development books. And that is probably... Like I would go back and I'm I'm going to go back and read that again after I get done with 75 hard and I'm I don't I'm not required to read one single book every day. Um then I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna reread it and just skim it and get all the principles back out of it because it is that good. It is. Um if I you want to break a habit, like same thing, it's the same but opposite. So if you right if you want to break a habit instead of making it attractive you make it unattractive you make it unattractive and you make so it, like instead of making it easy you make it difficult yes or you make it what's the other word um obvious it it's invisible i think also invisible maybe is the word so like if you're trying not to drink soda and you don't buy them or you put them somewhere out of sight okay. then that helps to break that habit and if you want to eat fast food make it unattractive like yeah. If you don't want to eat the fast food, think about, think about what's, what's something we can, uh, attribute it to. Um, okay. So I just, I just read contagious, which is a, a, 
it's another, it's like a marketing book, but it's about why things go viral. But anyway, I was talking about this one soda commercial (laughs) and the soda commercial, whenever he was taking a drink of the soda, nothing but, um, oh, it's so disgusting. Nothing but fat, like, ew, disgusting, like blobs of fat were coming out of it and like spilling on his shirt. It was a commercial a long time ago. And I, I'll have to go on YouTube and try to find it. But um, that's what now it's in my mind. Oh, my gosh. When I'm thinking about those things, it's like when you're drinking the soda, think about, like, all the fat that's spilling out of that. And, like, you know. When I drink real soda, um, all I can think of is my skin. Because Ooh. I know for a fact that real soda, not, like, diet dr pepper or coke zero those don't do this to me but real soda makes my face break out oh my gosh yeah it makes me feel terrible Hmm. um so that's not what i think of when i think of real soda which i haven't Mm -hmm. had one in a very long time but um yeah yeah so that's the one way to make it unattractive you know now i'm gonna think about that filling all over my shirt every time i drink Oh, fast food, man. Mm. I I love a good Burger King burger. What? <laughs> oh, what's better than a Whopper? I mean, honestly. I mean, salmon and rice is a close. Like, it actually might pass for me because I and so, y'all, I was out of salmon and rice a couple of days this week and I was not in a good headspace about it. Like, I couldn't find the time to get to the store and I was just out of salmon and it's a whole situation. Oh my god. Like, why? why am I obsessed I don't know Uh uh-huh so basically what we're trying to say is um (laughs) the habits are where okay I I saw this quote and I may or may not have quoted this last week but it says we're always like so focused on the results which that is good like you can motivate yourself that way but instead of being so focused on the results be you have to learn to fall in love with the habits um and building those habits little by little. And what I say is start somewhere, put on the shoes, fill the water bottle. Yeah. Just do it. Just Just start somewhere. Don't think, don't take too much time to think about it. Just start somewhere. When I I can't walk this three miles or yeah, don't think about the three miles of water. No, you're just taking one step and you're just drinking a sip. Like exactly. Exactly. Yes, drinking my water, drinking the gallon. I broke my um my day into sections. Mm-hmm. So like I would drink one I had to drink four to get my gallon of water. So I drank the first one. It's six to nine AM is when I try to drink my first one. Nine to twelve AM or nine to twelve PM is when I try to drink my second, twelve to three and three to six because I don't want to be waking up peeing all night. Do I follow that exact model every single day? No, but it does give me, if it's almost noon, if it's 11 o'clock, I'm like, okay, I still have to drink. I need to finish this before 12 o'clock comes and it kind of keeps me on track. So, but I only do one at a time, you know what I mean? And so it's like one at a time, a long time ago when I would go running, I wouldn't even think if I wanted to go running or not. I just put on my shoes. Mm -hmm. Like I just kind of knew this was my time to go running. I would tell my husband, I'm going to go, I'm going to go running or I'd just start. He'd say, are you about to go? And I'd say, yeah. Um, but I literally would just put on my shoes because I will talk myself out of anything. 
Yeah. I can always find something else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think that people don't understand about me. And they, um, people give me too much credit. Like they think that because I'm thinner and because I am into fitness, that it just comes naturally for me. And it absolutely does not. And that could not be further from the truth. I am lazy and I am a procrastinator. I, um, I am also, or can be both of those very much a procrastinator, but, um, yeah, I can, I mean, there have been times during 75 hard that I have almost talked myself out of my walk during it. I I was walking up my hill and my brain, that voice was like, do you really want to walk up this hill? The hill that I live on is steep, steep. Oh my gosh. It's so steep. I have a story about that. (laughs) So I'll be like halfway up and I have literally stopped my feet before. And my brain is like, you don't want to do this. And I literally just have to be like, stop it. I don't know why my brain would be trying to sabotage me like this. What? That is crazy. Mm -hmm. And then you just have to be like, no, I'm not doing that. We're going. We're already out here. I cannot believe that you were trying to talk yourself like even after you're already there. Yeah. That you're like, no, just go back home. No, just turn it. Well, I wasn't trying to convince myself to go back home. I was trying to convince myself to take an easier route. But I didn't need to do the hill. I was going to do the walk. Okay, but you know, I want the hills also because yeah. I want the cardio. Yeah, aspect. I like walking hills. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's good for your tush. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm That's all for things so that are good for your tush. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I mean, sometimes you just have to, you know, even though that voice is there trying to stop you for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it's. You know, you just have to do what you have to do sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I have to tell you the story (laughs) about your hill. Okay. Tell me. So I have a friend that I was training her um, before I got started in real estate. I was trying out personal training and being a personal trainer, which I meant I love fitness. So it just came so naturally for me. So I was timing her one mile time. And from my house to the top of your hill is, and, and back is one mile. Interesting. Good to know. From my house to the top of your hill and back is one mile. And I told her, I said, um, I said, I. evil of you to send her up that hill. No, listen, (laughs) I never went up that hill before. I didn't know. I had no idea. I was like, well, if you go up this street, I had just moved there. I just oh moved gosh. in, like, not just moved in, but, like, I, I just hadn't explored all of our neighborhood yet. Yeah. So I said, I looked at the map, um, run, I used, I used to use runningmap.com. It's not a thing anymore. Now I use map my run, which that's what yeah. everybody uses. So I went on mapmyrun.com and put in my address and did the miles. Like, I don't know what the, um, altitude if there's any hills or anything but from here to there it's a mile so I want you to run that and come back and I'm going to time you so she came back she actually beat her one mile time and I was super proud of her and I was like oh my gosh you beat your time and she came back and she goes that copper that that (laughs) that road um she we have this other hill we call heartbreak hill and she's like, it's worse than Heartbreak Hill. 
she's like and, and heartbreak kills pretty bad and so I went to go drive it drive your hill just to go see and it just kept going it was know, the no, whole way what is deceiving about it is that it goes up and then turns and yes. you think like your brain is like well that's already super high and for some reason naturally you're like it doesn't get any steeper than that but when it, it turns but the turn is also uphill <laughs> and steep yes. so on the days that I have needed to work outside but still needed to be able to see my house uh-huh. uh, nap time you know mm-hmm. um I have jogged to the top to the last mailbox that you can see yeah and not jogged but like run up yeah. the hill and I get to that mailbox I think it's like 93 or 96 or something like that I can't remember now and I'm I have to like lean over and catch my breath for a couple of seconds before I let myself walk back down I feel like I'm going to like roll oh all the way God. down even just running up and I that's only like half of it so <laughs> I don't even think that's half of it honestly I, know. I don't even and think that pushing the stroller up that is oh super my difficult God. too. I know you do it with Camille too. So mm-hmm. I know that that's difficult. Oh, Camille was hanging out the side of it, touching the tire, which that slows it down. Not only does it like it kind of tilts the weight. Uh-huh. It's like shifts the weight. But it's over. also slightly breaking. Like it's like putting yeah, the because on a she's bit. she's touching the wheel, like grabbing it. And I'm like, can you? I'm like. <gasps> Can you please stop? Can you please step straight? And I'm like loving her little childhood innocence, but I'm like pushing, already struggling. And then she's leaning all the way over and she's touching the wheel. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. Um, I want to circle us back around to habits because before we run out of time, I also want to talk about something else. But I um, wanted to circle us back around to the last couple points that we had talked about about habits um the most beneficial habits are the ones that require daily repetition um habits serve you after motivation is gone so you're building these habits you're you've gone a couple weeks and you hit a wall and you're like man I don't want to do this or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but you're in the habit so it's, it's still there serving you. You're in the habit of filling your water bottle before you leave for work. So you already have it, you know? So that part, the work is taken out of it for you, mm-hmm. you know, because you have created that. Um, and I know at least one week a month, I don't want to do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess which week that is. Yeah, yeah. Lately, um, you know, that week, of my period has just been, I have been so irritable and cranky and that's with myself too. And I don't want to drink the water mm-hmm. and I don't want to go do anything good for me, you know, for whatever reason, <laughs> but it's who I am. It's what we do yeah. now. Yeah. It's, that's a huge, yes. And it serves me because it's my habit. And now that it is a habit that I get on the bike, whether I feel like it or not, that I go for a walk, whether I feel like it or not, that I'm doing these deadlifts, whether I feel like it or not. And when I'm done, I literally thank myself yeah. for continuing day in and day out, regardless to be the person I need me to be. That's, that's it. Like being the person that you want to be and not quitting on yourself. That's a huge part of it. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 
No, the only other thing I was going to um, refer to from Atomic Habits is um, James Clear points out that the habits that are going to benefit us in the long run are often not the ones we want to make the decision for in the moment. Mm-hmm. So if you don't feel like working out, but future you wants to be fit, you know, like a, a workout in the moment, it offers you endorphins. Um, it offers you better sleep, but it's not going to offer you the results you want. Not that one right. time, not that one day you go squat for one day. You don't get a badonka donk. It doesn't work. Well, like that. I'm checking anyway. Right. Oh, I check every time. <laughs> is it there yet? Is, is it, it grown How yet? long is it going to take? Um, sorry, Why can't time go faster? <laughs> Um, you know, it's a, it's something that you're going to do over and over again. And then a few months later, you're going to look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh. Right. So what can you do in the meantime to stay on it? Like what, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, picking the habits that are going to create the life that you want to live mm-hmm. and making them a priority. Um, for me, that looks like Um, prioritizing protein, drinking my water, and getting my movement in. Currently, that movement looks like two 45-minute workouts because we're doing 75 parts. But it won't always look like that. Some days, it'll look like a bike ride and a weightlifting session, depending on what my week looks like, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's hard. I can't sit here and say, this is what your habit should be. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I know what I can decide that. Right. Right. Well, and that's also like, um, believing like, you know, I want to say Andy Frisella said this, but also like people say to do something that's attainable. Like, even if you, even if you don't believe in yourself, Mm -hmm. do it. You know, even if you don't believe that you can do something that's huge, do it anyway. Take the step to do it. Take the take the small steps towards that. Likely, you can do more than you think you can. Honest, no, a hundred percent. I yeah. I think David Goggins said some. What is the rule? I want to say forty percent. Forty percent. What he says that people only give about forty percent of what they actually can. Right, uh, and it yeah. says whenever That's you feel like you're done, can't hurt me. By I'm David reading Goggins. it right now. If you haven't read oh. that one, everybody, that one. Should be on your list. Yes, I'm reading it right now, and I'm I'm not even halfway through it, but it is so good. So good. I love David Goggins. I love his story. I love, and it kind of like same with Andy Frisell. It kind of resounds with me where I was not athletic growing up at all, and then um, I did not have these skills. Was not very confident or anything, and then have built those skills as an adult. Well, this is a great time to lead into the last thing we were going to talk about, which is how you got started mm-hmm. weightlifting. Because yes. you started at home and mm-hmm. on your own, correct? Yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that and um, then we'll be done. Okay. So a lot of people ask how to start weightlifting, how to get into it, how to start getting into lifting weights. Um, and you know, we talk about just getting started. And so I'll tell you guys how I got started and you can kind of pick and choose the parts that apply to you, um, decide what's the best route for you to get started. 
So for me, my husband was deployed. I want to say 2009. It was whenever he was deployed. He and that he discovered CrossFit. And that was whenever CrossFit was like becoming really big, like whenever all of them were opening up. So he discovered CrossFit and brought it back home. And I fell in love with it. And the CrossFit Games, which is their annual, uh, their annual fitness competition came out and it was like regular people. There was like a teacher in there. Oh, I wish I could remember her name, but there was a teacher in there and people who were regular. I feel like now it's more like professional athletes who do it, but I feel, I think that then I saw it as more just like an everyday person Mm -hmm. becoming that fit. And that was very motivating to me. And so we started our neighbor actually had, I think they were moving or they weren't using their weights. And so they gave their weights to us. Mm-hmm. What? It was not a, like not a, you. I know it was um, like a one inch bar. Yeah. And I love my one inch bar. Oh yeah. That's it where I started. Worked perfect. I mean, everything I'll was great. A, I'll put a link on our um, Instagram Yeah, for some great starter weights. Mm-hmm. that's, anyway, that's a good idea yeah. yeah so it was a one inch bar I don't even remember how big it probably was a couple 25 pounds mm-hmm. a couple 10 pounds and a, probably a couple five pounders yeah and so we just started doing stuff in the backyard um we built a little sand pit to do our workouts in a little pull-up bar area and um just started there and started just doing little CrossFit workouts. And so I yeah. still liked running, you know, I ran a couple of marathons and was kind of getting a little bit burnout on my time mm-hmm. or my training routes with that. Cause I was just running all the time and I was running cause I had to not because I really wanted to. Yeah. And so, um, sort of working out in the backyard, doing stuff and doing like core movements, you know, things like that, which those don't really involve a whole lot of weight, but I would, you know, do some weight and, um, went on crossfit.com and, and crossfit the reason why I like those workouts is because they were like quick workouts. They were usually 30 minutes or less Mm -hmm. and it would be like 21 reps, 15 reps and nine reps, um, of the same movements, but you had, yeah. Yeah. And so you would get wore out in like 30 minutes. And I, and that's what I started doing. And so then, um, did that. I loved it. Went, I joined the gym and started doing more things like that. Like just for time, kind of like going off of the CrossFit, um, template template yes yeah Yeah. like how they how they typically did their workouts Mm -hmm. is what I kind of like modeled it after so I started with like a one mile run would go lift some weights you know I didn't really have like a whole plan but I would just write down what I was going to do before I went in and so now that has all like translated I just kept getting more and more equipment um we moved overseas. I got more equipment. We moved back home. I got different equipment and I just have continued to add to it, but it always started really, really simple. So like when I got my equipment that I have now, I got a barbell and some weights, uh, to go on the barbell, right? a stand to set my, a squat stand to set my barbell on. I think we had a few dumbbells or whatever, um, that Travis wanted to get. And we had a kettlebell. Um, and so it was just very, very simple, like just a barbell and weights 
and the squat stand you know the other things were like little things that we had picked up here and there but like really that was the bread and butter and like just did workouts from there I just wrote down a few things that I wanted to do not too many workouts like five to seven workouts and um did those and then the where I got my ideas for workouts was I would just go on social media we're so lucky to have social media now because and if I didn't have social media what I would do is I would go and probably get books from the library honestly um and I would just take I took down notes of all the workouts like I would write I wrote down like all the workouts for legs like squats deadlifts uh lunges um jumping lunges you know all the different all the variations yes and so whenever it was time to work on legs I would go to my workout bank and like pick a few things and do those things that day and then whenever it was time to do upper body or core you know I would go back and I would look and see what I wanted to do and that's how I got started just you know going on social media and anytime I saw a new workout that I hadn't done like reverse lunges front lunges side lunges I'd put it in my workout bank and then um I would apply it later on but it always started really simple so now we have a great gym but it's it's like grown I didn't just go in and just like buy all these things all at one time and it's not necessary to either no it's not you're not going to start off knowing how to do it all and you're not going to start off being strong enough to do it all exactly downright truth Oh, a hundred percent. And then, but then like, let's say for example, all you have is a barbell and weights in a squat stand, right? Or let's just say all you have are dumbbells. Yeah. That's how I started. Squats, deadlifts, lunges, those things right there. <laughs> you can do so much with just those. And then after that, then you're like, well, it would be really cool if I could squat with a barbell and then you get a barbell, you know, and like, oh, it'd be really cool if I could um, do this one movement with a kettlebell. And like, that's how it's progressed for me. Yeah. So that's getting started with weightlifting. We can talk about it more in depth, um, weightlifting in general. And we should probably do some videos on like just very beginner Absolutely. basic stuff. Um, yeah. Well, um, you know, your form is of utmost importance, which is why I yes. have my clients start with a body weight week, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how experienced they are, because the form is so important mm-hmm. and you can find yourself injured really fast if you're yeah. doing something. Exactly. Properly. And that I've actually forgot to mention that. So whenever I was getting started, Um, we, one reason, and I don't do CrossFit now, I've never actually done CrossFit in a CrossFit gym, but we have always done CrossFit type stuff. Um, and I respect them a lot because forum is a huge factor for them and they do preach on forum and Kelly Starrett is amazing. He was amazing with forum and mobility. And, um, we used to listen to what he said all the time. Um, we would watch YouTube videos, Mm -hmm of Kelly Starrett and CrossFitters in general, um, um, not Mike Bergener. Who am I thinking of? Mark Ripito. Mark Ripito. Mark Ripito is amazing. He's a really great coach and a really great uh, source for finding out form. He has a book called Starting Strength. Hit that book and his videos are awesome. So we would watch each other or I'd have like a mirror. Or I'd record myself. And so I could see my form 
And I literally learned all of the form and proper form from YouTube videos and Travis and I helping each other out. Um, recording yourself if you don't have someone else working with you like you had Travis. Mm-hmm. Recording yourself is a great way to work on your form. Yeah. Because you sometimes you think you're doing it one way, but mm-hmm. you're actually holding your head up like you're doing a deadlift where you need to have a neutral spine the whole time mm-hmm. and you think you do, but then you watch the video and you've got your head up looking <laughs> like, you know, yeah. out straight yeah. somewhere when really you should not be. Yes. You know? um, I've so done that way. so many times. Same. I have too. And also, you know, I think some people might feel silly recording their workouts like it's egotistical or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but it's a great way to also in three months see how much your squats have progressed oh yes they always say take the pictures take the pictures you won't regret it take the videos I mean if not even if you don't post them on social media right you know just for your own reference just for yourself I love it and you even posted that one that was recent where at the beginning it was at the beginning of 75 hard wasn't it or Uh, was this when you remember it was when I first started squatting with a barbell Yeah. again, because um, mm-hmm. I've been squatting with dumbbells for a very long time yeah. until I got the barbell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was when I had first started squatting with the barbell and the squat is a little different mm-hmm. having the weight loaded on your shoulders versus having the dumbbells in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was not able to squat to depth and I wasn't able to squat very heavy. Mm-hmm. And that has, I was going to say quickly progress. It hasn't been quickly. <laughs> it's been uh, with consistency. Um, and now that time feels a little differently, now looking at a fitness journey, I see it as such a broad thing, you know, mm-hmm. a couple months working on your squat really isn't that long. It is a long time. <laughs> I think it's a long time. Give yourself more credit. A hundred percent. No, you can make a lot of gains. You're right. Like it is a lifelong thing. Right. I'm but... not trying to take away credit. I'm just saying that, you know, you think of, I think when people get started, if they're not getting started for the right reasons, mm-hmm. if they're getting started because they want to lose 20 pounds by a cruise or something, oh yeah, then it makes the time that you're working with seem like not enough. Yes. Do and I, for one, hate when people are like, I have a an event on such and such date I have an event I have a cruise to go on next month I need to lose 10 pounds by then like what about after that like the habits that you're creating right now are crash Mm -hmm. diet habits they're not habits that you're going to be able to stick with you don't want to do that you don't and then you're going to need to prepare for your next cruise yeah why don't we prepare to just live a healthy lifestyle yeah so that we don't have to keep you know, restarting. Yeah, exactly. So um, let's go through the takeaway. Okay. We touched on how to start lifting weights, you know, take from it what you will. That's how I got started um, little by little. And we'll just go back to the biggest thing that we really wanted to um, um, really get across today is the habits and like, not being so focused on the results, but really learn to love the habits every yeah. day. You know, in the meantime, learn to love the habits and um, creating the habits and 
let that be your focus instead of the results. Right. It's, it's like the whole, like, it's not a destination, it's a journey kind of thing. Like you can set benchmarks for yourself because I personally, like, it's so easy for me to get off track whenever I'm like, fitness is a lifelong thing, (laughs) you know? But if I have like a certain, if I have benchmarks, you know, like I want to get my SWAT up or whatever it is, you know, set benchmarks for yourself, but also accountable. Yes. Um, but habits are like where it really is because whenever you don't have motivation having those habits are going to be the the discipline that you need to do it on days that you don't have the motivation right so hold on there was something else that I wrote down that you said earlier Courtney I think I may have said it you did say one of them habits this is this was powerful habits serve you after your motivation is gone and I reiterated that just now, but like, that's what it really comes down to is habit. The habits will serve you after the motivation is gone. And you probably pick up motivation here and there. Motivation is finicky. Motivation yeah. only shows her face. Like, you know, mm-hmm. once every blue minute. Well, that's like the cruise. The the cru- have, going on a cruise is motivation. Right. But what about after that? So, you know, it all goes back to this is just what we do now. You know, and find things that you do want to continue doing every day. You know, what kind of person do you want to be? That doesn't mean things aren't going to be hard starting out. You know, Mm -hmm. it's nothing takes the hard work out of it. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to show the ways to simplify it and not overwhelm yourself with everything at once. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to read a book and you're looking for a book to read, Atomic Habits Atomic by James Habits. Clear yeah. is a great book. He's, it's so good. And we're not paid to say that. <laughs> right. We make nothing for saying that. <laughs> it really is just that good. I mean, we're yeah. not paid to say anything. For right. Now, but, Currently. <laughs> but um, it's a really great book. I, I really do like it. So, you know, just figure out what habits you do want to have and, um, Use the book and those principles, make it attractive, make it obvious, make it easy, and make it, what was the last one? Make satisfying. It satisfying. Um, and the opposite goes for if you're trying to break a habit. Figure out the habits that you truly want to build and go through those four different laws and which one of those best applies to your life and how you can... Uh, break a habit or build a habit using those laws if you're having a hard time reach out we'll help you oh yeah definitely absolutely my sister did reach out to me I have to tell let's say real quick she was like I was saying how I'd never done any sports as a kid and she was like no 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 <laughs> because um you signed up to run track in eighth grade <laughs> she's like and you ran um you did it one time and then you quit and I was like oh yeah I forgot about that I did run track um real quick I'll tell you I remember going to track I remember running around the bus loop the track and I was like the last person I ran so slow and I think I don't know if I was mortified or if I had to try out but either way I didn't go back (laughs) 
So I don't know if I was a quitter or if I just didn't make it. But either way, I did. I only went one time and I disappointed myself. And so funny. yeah, she was like, yeah, because I guess she was wearing my shoes that I needed. And I yelled at her and she threw my shoes at me. <laughs> She's like, no, no, I remember very specifically you yelling at me for your shoes and I threw them at you. So you did do something. That's but, so funny. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, building those habits. Go get the book. Yep. Create the life that you want to live. It's cheesy, but it's so cheesy. But it's the reality. It really is. Yeah. So next week, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be finished with 75 Hard on Friday. And so we're going to be talking about, uh, like, recapping it for ourselves, how you know, it's gone for us, what we've learned from it, what we're going to continue, what what comes next after yeah. 75 hard, what's post 75 hard life look like for us. Right. And I think we're also going to touch on nutrition next yes. week um, because we had plans for that this week, but we didn't make yeah. it. So we will touch on nutrition and close out 75 hard, which I can't even believe that we're either. in the, today's day 70. Yep. It's insane to me. I cannot believe it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Thanks, guys. And like Courtney said, if you need anything, do not hesitate to reach out. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, what What did you say before? What do you say to your kids? Um, be kind and change the world. Be kind and change the world. Bye. Bye, guys.